it's just making sure that I've got everything in line, basically. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, Dr. Tony Sewell, it's an absolutely pleasure to have you here today um, on the Let's Do Humans podcast. Um, before we get started, I'm just going to go into a brief history as to why I wanted to have you on as a podcast guest and the reasoning behind it and some of the interesting works that you're doing and some of the works that you have done in the past. Um, I first came into your content online. I know you do a lot of like interviews with BBC, Sky and so forth. And one of the things that drew you to me initially was your understanding of how the destruction of the home and in particular the, the, the disappearance of the fathers from the home had an impact in the black community. So listening to that, usually when I hear these type of conversations, a lot of it tends to be excuses and people blaming like the system, the government and so forth. But listening to some of your content, I realized that you were looking at it directly from a family perspective yeah. and how that's having an impact on the children growing up. But before we get further into these type of topics, I would like you first of all to introduce yourself, who you are and some of the works that you're doing and have done in the past. Yeah. Well, thanks for having me on. I mean, basically who I am, what am I? What do I do? Well, <laughs> that's always the magical question. Who are we? To be or not to be, that is the question. I mean, I suppose for me that one of the key things um, uh, I feel I am at the moment is, is at the end of a, of a kind of cycle that went from being a student living and being brought up in Britain from Jamaican parentage yeah. to actually I mean, education plays a part in that because I, I, I ended up teaching I ended up doing um, higher education research then teaching in the school system then teaching in the university system yeah. and then coming back out now after all that sort of beaten up and all that no, really <laughs> I'd say you know I've enjoyed that journey and also going around the world and doing a bit of teaching there as well yeah. so I've kind of had a sense of of, of what education kind of is and and I've kind of come out feeling that um, a lot of it isn't very good. I'll be honest with you. Yeah. I, I mean, I'll put my hands up and say a lot of it isn't very good. Is that education? I mean, I, mean, I, I think I think it's, it's it's not very good because I think we've got ourselves locked up in a in a kind of system that wasn't fit for purpose. Yeah. And this was this was irrespective of black children. I just think working class children generally. It really was designed in the end for basically people who um, uh, had time and had leisure and had money. Yeah. And then I think the other stuff was bolted on after as an afterthought. <laughs> and I think really that's really what has kind of happened, you know. And and the afterthought bit was because basically children, in a sense, were not designed to be educated in England. They were designed to just go out to work. So, to they were, work, yeah. so really, children, a childhood mm. only gets into into real existence in the twentieth century. Really, yeah. in the early part of the twentieth century, after the First World War. After that, kids are just there to, to basically you, you have children and they and they're there for you to, to working class people anyway. Yeah. You know, for to go into work. So they're not there necessarily to be educated. And then, so we have to then have a, a system of mass education. Mm-hmm. And it's 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 it, it, it's when you start trying to design that that um, we really I can't think of a t- funny enough it, it's probably only now I think we've co- got to terms with some of that yeah exactly we're, we're feeling we're, the effects of what's happened along the years in regards to the education system now. yeah and that and yeah. That, that, that system's been was exported across the world as well and and, mm. and, and the note the idea of a teacher in the front mm. of a classroom and, and yeah and, and te- t- talking to a bunch of kids and them learning stuff 
you know, is that is that fit for purpose now? And then we've then we've got the the internet revolution as well. Mm. You see, so um, I I I kind of think that um, the one of the best parts of education now is actually nature, sitting out in the garden <laughs> <laughs> and watching, what the, watching, we do right now, yeah. watching the magpies go by. Yeah, I mm. mean that's. That's that's one thing. No, look, there are a couple of things that you've got to learn and got to know about. And I think that um, I found that um, I used. Funny enough, I used to spend a lot of my time. Funny enough, I self excluded from the classroom. I was probably the only person I think in the UK who would bunk off lessons to go to the library. Oh wow! <laughs> yeah, because my school was so bad yeah. <coughs> that I would um, I would miss lessons to because I wanted to. I wanted to find out stuff. So. Yeah. By a young I, age, sorry to cut you off, by a young age, how did you realise that school was bad or the education system wasn't right for you? I, you knew that you knew that what you were having, because this thing was so stratified mm. in the early days, and it still is to a certain extent, but where you had grammar schools, um, secondary schools, you know, and, and, and that 11 plus system was was really a kind of sorting sorting out in terms of sheep and goat really yeah. and we were the goats really because we ended up actually I was the last year of doing the 11 plus my 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 year oh, okay yeah so I was unlucky I'm not gonna ask you how long ago that was <laughs> no, 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 don't, don't ask don't ask <laughs> but um so we did that and we ended up all ended up in us in in secondary schools mm. and um I suppose the battle then was just to get something, some quality knowledge. And I kind of, I, I, I suppose for me, one of the things that maybe it's a good question about what you made or what I realised. I was having a kind of parallel kind of existence because I, I, my mum sent me to a Church of England, funny enough. Mm. We were the only black people in the church. But this was a very middle class church and it was mm. quite interesting that Mm. And I think the class thing has st stuck around for me from that time because they all went off to university, all the all the all the teenagers yeah. in, the, in that in that group. So, c what was going on? We we so I say we, and I it's not. I'm talking about royal we here. It's just me, my brother, and my sister, <laughs> three of us. Yeah. And we all then thought, oh, okay. And they were our peers. They were our group. So we, what mm. my mum did was create accidentally a new a peer group that was different than what we had at school. Yeah. It was in the church. Because they all they, they all went off they all went to independent schools. But what we so they because they were our friends and this is the thing that is it will persist in the work I will do again and, and, and persist in I think in the way in which I think about segregation and education mm. is that we had a set a group of people who were going into the mainstream society and and, and, and there was a kind of um I suppose uh, um a theme yeah. that was there and it was it was quite clear that what you did so everybody was going therefore we should go so very much that was yeah. what the deal was so off we all went you see what I mean because that was the template so yeah. I didn't know anything else so I thought well my mates went I want to go as well and they and of course they they went to I knew the names of the university because I forget my school wasn't telling me all of that mm. you see and most of the kids that went to my school did go to jail oh wow yeah or went to some, or were in some kind of, you know, kind of, uh, uh, kind of interaction with the reform system. Yeah. And so you got you. So so therefore we we we, we had to find another funnel mm. to 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 um to, for that to work. Not all, but you know, a lot of them did yeah. end up in that. So yeah. So that so early on in my head was um, 
and I, I kind of it sort of scratched into my brain that let's let's try and do something different here. Mm. And I always wanted to do something different, and that was so that that helped. Yeah, yeah, that's really good. Um, it's interesting you said how a lot of your peers ended up in prison. Do you mind me asking, were these your black peers or were they? No, was no, it just a mixture of? Yeah, there's so many stories. It, at the moment. No, there's, there's, I mean, it's, it's, it's quite interesting because one yeah. of them at the moment, he, said, he went off to. He was the top of the class. Yeah. He was, this was so funny. He went to. He was a doctor. Mm. He's an Asian guy, Caribbean Asian. Yeah. He ended up now. We just went recently. He's ended up in prison in America for um, doing operations that were not necessary. <laughs> <laughs> in fact, we're thinking of having a, a, a trip over there to Catch visit up. him. Okay. Yeah, to sort of go over old times. But even he was quite interesting, his story, because he came from Guyana. He was born in Guyana. Mm. Nobody, nobody even heard, in, in our school, nobody even heard where that was. Where yeah. was that? Was that Ghana, Guyana? I didn't even know yeah. where it was. And, and, then, and then, of course, he ended up. And he had... He, I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean. So when when somebody comes from foreign in our school, they say, "Oh, he better go to the he better go to the special needs class." because yeah. that's what you where you went. So he came in the school when he was he was eleven, twelve, and he I remember him being there with all the special needs kids. And what are you doing there? And then they suddenly realised that he was a math genius. <laughs> so suddenly they shot shot him up to the top class yeah. quickly. <laughs> I've had the similar experiences, actually. Yeah, yeah in those days, yeah. it was, I mean, to, to be honest, I mean, you, you talk about a generational thing. There was some madness going on in those days. Yeah. So I mean, I, I, I experienced exactly that because yeah. I came to this country um, around about that age and from Ghana. Okay. <laughs> and obviously I had the strong accent. English was not my first language, yeah. although it was a language I spoke well. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so primary school, everyone literally, everyone just comes, floods you, me, my brother, only black kids in Kent, yeah. and yeah, they thought, wait, hold on, you 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 don't know English, you don't know maths, yeah. but these times I was smarter than them. Yeah. I got put forward to actually do the eleven plus in my area, okay, yeah, um, which I failed, which will yeah. come we'll come to that later on, but yeah, <laughs> so that experience, I I can definitely, yeah, yeah I mean, mm. p p people have got stories of all of that, and it kind of, as I said about the thing not working in some ways, because people were. I mean, we were in this sort of mad system, and we we'd spend lots of times just not doing any work, really, just just playing or fighting. Yeah. It's a boys' school, yeah. And um, but I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, it doesn't hold me. I don't resent it or anything like that. I'm actually mm. glad for that experience because, in some ways, it helped me to kind of, as I said, be quite quite resilient. Um, and as I said, I had the church, and uh, and that helped in in not necessarily religiously, but it helped me in a kind of in a scholarly scholarly way, in the sense that that was a a sense that um, uh, academic work and um, you know was was good, and, and and there was another there was another kind of set of peer groups who were doing some stuff, so I yeah. had a way out. Yeah. I always think there is a way out as well. There's no, most way, definitely, yeah. yeah. There was a channel yeah. out of it, and. Um, you know, so I think, so that was, yeah, that was, that was interesting. I don't know. I mean, um, I, I, I but the school itself, I, I suppose in many ways, um, I, I wasn't easy person either to sort of deal with. So it, th this thing about behavior is quite interesting mm -hmm. because, um, my, my, my school reports were really bad, really poor and yeah. the behavior was terrible for my part. Yeah. And I don't, I don't blame my teachers for racism or for a system or my parents I just think that 
It's a personal thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, mm. I was just a bloody paper. I just think <laughs> that you can have to just have to accept that. I think sometimes, yeah. sometimes we try and rationalise some of this stuff. And, yeah. as I, and as I got into teaching and as I got into the other way of looking at it, I suppose I, 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 I could identify with some of the students, but on another level, I could see where the wall was being pulled over my eyes yeah. because I was there when where they were. You yeah, know? and um. You know, I mean, what is what is poor behaviour in the way? I, I hear so many people giving different excuses for it. Mm. I'm not sure. I think sometimes it's just simply that you you, you just. Um, I think I think some of it's to do with masculinity. I yeah. think it's, it's just boys do, being boys. Isn't it? Yeah, I think I think yeah. I do think it was that. I do think I do. I do that's why mm. I wrote. I've been writing about yeah. boys' achievement. I do think there, a lot of it was energy and mm. needing to to deal with that. Um, even though my dad was around, um, it, it still didn't prevent that kind of that kind of um, poor behaviour. And yeah. I'm not really going to go into things, but there were some notorious things I did mm. at that particular time. Um, you know, that I kind of look back and I think, well, I don't, I don't, I don't beat myself up over it. Yeah. But at the same time, I think that um, I, I had to go through that a process and a period to get round that. Now, I was lucky. Some of my peers did end up in jail. Mm. I don't know. I, I may have if I'd if I'd gone out, if I got caught or I'd been in a... Yeah. From, I mean, they were just probably not smart enough. That's why they got caught. <laughs> 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 my, crimes, my crimes and misdemeanours were really kind of quite yeah. clever, you know, so they, they I got away with it. But mm. I was not, you know, I mean, these things are not things. I mean, let me get you right. These are not things that um, were kind of sort of sickeningly harming people. They yeah, were just, they yeah, were just misdemeanors things. and stuff. Yeah, but they, yeah. They, they were enough to rack, it, rack up the... <laughs> the... The reason why I asked the, um, the question in regards to whether it was um, your black mace who ended up in prison or not is um, recently you had an interesting debate at the Oxford Union and the topic of the debate was whether the education system, or in particular the British education system, perpetuates racism. And you were debating another doctor who said the system is completely racist, it was structured to make black people fail. And I tend to hear a lot of those reasonings for a lot of things that's happening nowadays, whether it be the workplace or whether it be the education system or just society in general. The finger always tends to get pointed towards racism. And you made a few great points in regards to why the system, or in particular the education system, doesn't perpetuate racism. Can you elaborate a bit about well, that and just expand I mean, on I what mean, you were saying? People will think that's an appalling thing to say and they think, oh, you're in denial or whatever. But yeah. I've already showed you in my own experience mm. that I take full responsibility for my, my own bad behaviour in mm. school. I should have been... That, well, in those days, this is going back really, we, 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 the interesting thing, we didn't need... The, the exclusion levels were quite interesting now because... School expulsions, school exclusions would be a measure of, you could measure that as saying that would be an indicator of, of how racism is so poor. But because mm. they were using the cane in my school, yeah. know, notoriously, I mean, I was being night, beat? And, <laughs> no, night and day. I mean, it was like, it was regular. It was like yeah. trying to probably once a week. Yeah. Oh, well. Uh, yeah, as much as that. I mean, how was that? How, how was that in terms well, of like, how, nice. was the process? <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, like, like, what, what was the process in terms of I just was annoyed up? that I got caught. Yeah. <laughs> but um, I mean, how did it happen? So what, did they take you into a separate room and beat you or beat no, you the, the, well, the system was such that you, the head teacher could do that. Oh, wow, yeah. And so that was, and everybody accepted that. Do you think we should bring it back? No. That's <laughs> in time change. No teachers end up getting beaten up in the no, current yeah, climate. No, you don't need that now. You don't need that now <laughs> yeah. at all. But at that, that time, that, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I can't tell you, tell me whether it was 
brutality or whatever. I don't know. Mm. Maybe it was. I don't know. I wasn't in. I was in a time and I was in a phase. I know. I I transgressed the rules. Mm. Um, you know, and and therefore, um, once once time I I let down the tires of all the teachers' cars in no the way. school, <laughs> <laughs> and that was just for just for the sake of it. yeah, just for bands. and then, and then the, the, <laughs> so well, something had to happen. Had the consequences had to happen for that. Yeah. yeah. So we're gonna say, oh. I'm black, therefore I did let down the tires. Some yeah. somehow there's some deficiency. Yeah, some racism forced me to let the tires down. Mm. Um, um, what you know, what, you know, what was that? What was? Oh, I'm not. Some people you can imagine today. Some people come along and say, "Oh, we better get inside his head. It must be something to do with slavery or something like yeah. that." Yeah. Made, <laughs> made him let down the tires. <laughs> You know what I mean? And then you keep going on and on and on, trying to find these yeah. these mad my, my mom was here now. She would say, you know, it was notoriously bad, you mm. know. And um, and my brother and sister would say the same thing. They know, you know. Mm. So I could never, I could mm. never be honest in myself mm. and say that I had a system locked up against me. No. Yeah. Also, the other thing is, I um, found that um, the more and more I was involved in the mainstream society of Britain, this is something that. I want to kind of share with you because I think mm. it's it's it, it's different, it's radical, it's like a different take on it. Every, I was lucky enough to get, for example, I used to get some really really good, I mean really good Saturday jobs or yeah. not Saturday jobs, so holiday jobs mm -hmm. in the holidays, like from college, university, or school or whatever. And the church helped a bit as well, but yeah. they were always white people and stuff like that. Was not my. It wasn't just over just people who got me the job. Mm. So I never, I never felt in any way because because I just I used to just go and get the job so, so for example, <coughs> I suppose what it's, in, it's something about um, maybe something and people say this is not the case you could test you could do these sort of trials and find mm -hmm. that you know a black person wouldn't get it and a white person would and da 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 da, da. Mm -hmm. but I just used to go for the job so for example Literally, I, the, the library job near where I lived. There was a there was a job as a librarian. I don't think there's any other black person went. I just went for the job, and it you was really? great because I was around books, and that was great, and it was a mm. great job. I had some yeah fantastic, some fantastic jobs mm. and some fantastic experiences. I've never, I can't, I cannot say that. Uh, then of course the issue of police. Now they have they were an issue. Yeah. <coughs> However, we were living in a kind of semi-suburb in Penge, mm. which my mum kind of strategically placed us. A bit maybe like Kent, I don't know. Mm. And, um, yeah, we were stopped occasionally. And I know that there was there were real issues with the police and racism. I do think that. I can't deny that. But mm. what, I'm, what I'm trying to say is that I, I, I feel that um, very early in my own experience, which, which does inform kind of my thinking mm. was that that um I, I i felt that um you know I, I i had this thing called we we in sociology they call it a technical work or agency mm. which is your own control of your own action so yeah. back to that question about about racism and and whether it it, it perpetuates in the education system yes and no and i but i would argue that what what what, what education research has become so corrupt Mm. And I do think it's, it's the most one of the most corrupt things around at the moment. I don't read it anymore, mm. because how can you have an education research that looks into a phenomenon that's going on, 
the person who's doing the research, you know already they've got a perspective. Yeah. And, and, and every single time they do the research, it justifies their perspective. Yeah. Are you going to do any research that doesn't do that? Yeah. Are you going to come out with an outcome that doesn't do that? Mm. And so, if everybody, so they politic, it's politicized, mm -hmm. you see? So, I'm going to go in and I'm going to say, oh, black, the reason for black boys underachieving is because of teacher racism. Oh, mm. why be tired? I've had 10, all my works and all my publications and all my interviews have been saying this, mm. and yet I get money and I do another piece of research that keeps telling me the same thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? So somehow you've got to wonder, well, what's going on here? You know, is that research? Was that propaganda? Mm. And that, that, in the end, begins to kind of feed into the community, feed into the black community as yeah. well, to say that, look, you guys are really in misery. You've got nowhere to go. The whole system's locked up against you. Mm. You've, you've made no progress since you've been in this country. And it's all down to the fact that you've got these racist teachers. Yeah. Woe is you. Yeah, and that's that doesn't really give us any solution, <laughs> doesn't it? It just it's not even it's, it's, it's not it's not, it's, not even true, it's not even true. Mm. This is where it, this is this is the kind of issue about whether in fact that narrative is one that you can run with because mm. what it doesn't explain is it doesn't explain two things. First of all, my agency, mm. my ability to control my world. Yeah, even back in the seventies when it was when the racism was hotter than it is now. Yeah. And, and I'm telling you, I was controlling my world, mm. you know. So what, what does that explain? Am I an odd person or what? You know, mm. and lots of my other friends and I were controlling their world. Yeah. See, see, see the thing is about racism, it tells you you can't control your world. Mm -hmm. you see, I mean, that it's being controlled by somebody else, the police, the housing authority, the, um, uh, you know, other people, yeah. the government, they're controlling you. You mm. have no say. You're mm. just a victim. But if I'm telling you that, I was in control of the good and the bad things. Yeah. You know, I decided what really, you know, yeah. the worst decisions, the, the the things that have been, that I've experienced have been my own fault, mm -hmm. and the good things I've done has been me. I really haven't. White people yeah. have not really impinged on my world yeah, to block it. You, you were able to control your agency through yourself, so it was something that you self-discovered. But how do we reverse engineer that? Well, this is what I'm is trying it, to is say. It, is, it, is it reverse engineer or is it to do with the... F well, yeah, you have to reverse mm. engineer, but one of the things you have to do, and I found, was that you have to surround yourself with, with very positive thinking yeah. and people who are very positive mm. and can see, can see yeah. the way out. So you focus on the progressive. Though, <laughs> yeah, yeah, and in fact, I would go further to say that perhaps the new slavery, and I do, I do use that word very... because it's a word that we do use, and mm. I, I'm talking about mental slavery here, mm. Is is the one where there are people around who have who have a self interest, mm. a vested interest, in perpetuating mm. that misery. Yeah. And that 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 researcher, oh, I don't even know his name at Oxford Uni. He, I, he was an example of that. He was somebody because well, <coughs> I remember debating with him, and I was I was explaining to him that look, there's some some data done in um in uh, Harringay, North London, mm. and it was showing. Quite clearly, that um, and it was quite interesting how the statistics were stacking up now. That um, girls from um, a West African background yeah. were outstripping everybody, and what mm. they were doing their GCSE results, <laughs> and it was it was <laughs> what it was wasn't just that they were just doing 
slightly better. Yeah. The rate in which they were improving was faster yeah. than any other That's group. Very you, it's very you, visual at the moment. Yeah, it's yeah. evident. <coughs> yeah, yeah. See, yeah. yeah. And, and, and the rate in which they were, they were, they were improving was faster than any other. Mm. And, and in mm. fact, it's usually Asian groups that are, that are doing well. And, they, and if they continued that, they would be in that block. Amazing. And he turned around to me and said, oh, that's just Haringey. <laughs> and so, so then, then, then I turned around and said, well, no, I think actually you, think you find it's, it's, it's a picture that's across, across the whole of London because London schools are doing well and, 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 and actually there's been a significant improvement yeah. in the way in which, no, no, that's not true. That's not, mm. that's not, that's, that's a myth. The other, the other myth is about employment. Mm. Um, the, 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 again, the, if you look at the statistics that are coming out around employment, you would have thought that oh, oh, black boys can't get any jobs. Yeah, but it's, that's that's actually not true. The the num the, the, the vacancies the vacancy rate, particularly in London, mm. you know, you, yes, there is a comparative rate in terms of um, black youngsters getting work, but it's a massive improvement since I went since I was you know. So yeah. all the time we're looking at the rate. Another another day, this is quite a controversial one, which is interesting. Even when we've got data now. The amount, not that we should be needing to praise it, but it's an it's a fact. Mm. When I was uh, walking around the streets of London, every other kid used to, I mean, used to be every other story used to get of uh, black kids dying in police custody. The statistics mm. have shown that, in fact, that has just dropped to virtually none. Especially in London, yeah. Yeah, yeah. they're not dying in police custody. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, although we talk about stuff and search, mm. they're definitely... So the, 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 you then ask yourself, what is the real experience? Mm. You keep going... If you keep going back to the, the, the what, it's what statistics you want to pull out and you want to run with and you yeah. want to push out yeah. and the politicians want to put out as news stories. Mm-hmm. And, and we've got an interesting kind of, kind of semi-liberal media that, funny enough, likes the idea of black misery stories. Yeah. It's quite interesting because you would have thought that they wouldn't want that, but they kind of like that. It's kind What's of, the it's reason quite behind it, though? Why, it, why, I, I why the agenda? It, yeah. It's quite interesting. I, d- I suppose they think that they think that, that they do it. That, that that's kind of an interesting thing to do. Mm. So they, they're not interested in stories yeah. about. So, so it's almost as if like it's what's in in terms of like. That's media, right. Um, yeah, yeah. They, 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 so it's kind of a strange, strange thing that the shift in the media that they, mm. they feel they have to run, and also behind those stories are, are politicians, black mm. politicians. Who have a vested interest in again perpetuating that, yeah. and they, they they look at me and say, "I'm in I'm sort I'm in some sort of denial," mm. and yet you know you've got you've got so 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 for example, a mm. sixteen year old wakes up in the morning, a black sixteen year old, and what is the state of play for their world? Yeah, it's a positive one. Yeah, it's a positive. Well, in regards to like opportunities and just and education, education has never been so good. Yeah. The jobs situation never been so good. Health yeah. or health outcomes was a bit. Problematic <laughs> at the moment. But we live in London now. They're probably yeah. eating too much chicken from the chicken <laughs> shop, and that, and help, no, there's a serious obesity problem amongst black kids. Yeah. But that's another and, and diabetes. Yeah. That's, but that's another issue. But even even with that one, you see, I mean, you've got you, you've got. I mean, this issue of naming what you need to name and and mm. saying it has been a, 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 been quite interesting. So, yeah. for example, there's a serious issue about black crime. Mm. You know, which we we, we, we we kind of fudging around. You know, we don't yeah. want to say it. You know, and yet we have. In order to say mm. it, we have to say it to, to name it and deal with it. Yeah. And just as there is an issue about mm-hmm. uh, 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 our eating habits, you know, they're not good. You mm. know, and we, we have, in order to solve those problems for those young people, you have to say it. 
Yeah. Not kind of dress it up and say, oh, well, that's not our problem. Yeah. Or just point it to something yeah. like <coughs> racism. It's, it's, it's quite interesting, the, the kinds of things that that people, you kind of, the liberal thing that allows you to say and not say, mm. you know, or, or, or is comfortable with yeah. and not comfortable with. It's quite mm. interesting. And they, uh, But as long as they can find something that doesn't blame or doesn't, or denies your agency, mm. then they will run with that. Yeah. It's, it's interesting you say that because um, one of the things that I constantly hear and I want your, your take on <coughs> is that the education is failing black boys. The education system is failing black boys and black boys in particular are not doing as great. So is that the case from your research? No, the research is showing that white boys are not doing so well at the moment. In relation to? In relation to black boys. Let's take oh. that figure. Yeah. I mean, it, it depends on what black boys you're talking about. Mm. If you're talking about basically Caribbean boys, essentially, and some... Mm boys from so I mean this is why the, the term black is a bit mm -hmm. difficult to kind of to slice up the data is showing that boys essentially from African backgrounds are doing much better yeah you know and they're doing much better because they've got their dads around in the house and mm -hmm. the Caribbean boys haven't let's just, just say it what it what it is and the case with the white working-class boys is that basically the parents not, are not seeing enough value in the education system is that and, even and with both parents them. around They've got parents around, but mm. they're not valuing it high enough. Mm. And I think that's that's the reason why they're collapsing. And so you know, you know, you know, you know politicians won't name go because they have all. I haven't got any vested interests. So it's, not, it's, not, it's not, I can say what I can yeah. say. And um, and those are the three big reasons what's mm. going on why you have those those discrepancies. So it's not as simple now. Mm. And, um, and 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 so what it proves is this is nothing to do with teacher racism at all. And nothing actually even to do with the lack of black history or black curriculum. Mm. There's nothing to do with it. What it what it what what it is is that you're in you're in you're in, an, in a, a particular type of education system mm. that needs um, a lot of parental support, and particularly for boys who have like me would have had a propensity. <laughs> you still don't feel well for yourself though, to go out and wreck the village. <laughs> <laughs> to go out and wreck the village, yeah. you have to have the, they have to have some restraining yeah. elements to them. I mean, it's a, it, it, you know, one, one, let me tell you one of the issues, one of the problems we've had is that at the front of the issue with black boys has never been a discussion about black masculinity mm. in, in, in a proper way. So it's always been black masculinity has always been defined as as again a, a victim victimhood but yes it, to a certain extent those boys are victims but the, mm. the essential problem mm. has been that um, when you're around about the age of eight or nine you really do as a little boy that chemically you are absolutely different and that's why feminism mm. has found it very difficult to deal with this one mm. because the you, you, here's where you get the story and it always comes out you, you, you're talking in these terms and people think you're going to perpetuate some kind of sexist mm. stereotype yeah. or not. So they up, up comes the black woman and she says, oh, I've raised 50 sons on my own and I'm, I'm this black superwoman. Mm. You know, I don't, you know, there was never a man around and I did it, so I don't know what you're talking about. Mm. But for, for every one of her, you know, mm. there's about, because I know, because every, nearly every day I get emails or phone calls from these others, yeah? Mm. Um, who are not coping, you know, mm. who cannot deal with their sons and are desperate for help. Mm. So you can't then say, beat over the other women by saying, oh, well, I can do it. Why can't they? Yeah. You know, the issue is that to, to raise boys in this society at the moment, 
needs some experts, an expert in the field at the moment happens to be men. Mm. They know how to do it. And I think that, and, 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 that, and I mean, that, not that all of them know how to do it, but yeah. they, have a, they have an ability to do it. They have to be it. worthwhile, don't they? <laughs> yeah, because you, yeah. you can just throw out and say any man and any other man can do it, mm. but it does require an expertise. And it doesn't say that women can't do it either mm. with, without support. Mm. But you can't say, oh, we don't need a man, mm. which is actually where the politics is going at the moment, is kind of saying that, look, we can do all of these things, men, men and to be honest, the politics is even moving to a point where it's saying that men and boys are pr probably useless, really. <laughs> and that all we need, all we need, is just to kind of they're around to sort of maybe perpetuate the, the species, but that's about it. Yeah. And I just think that that's that's where the politics is at the moment. It's serious, yeah. and I've I've never seen it so blatant. You know, it's sort of anti-man. It mm. really is, and it's kind of like. And I, I, f I feel sorry for little boys growing up because they've got no experience. I mean, you imagine now you're a black boy in, in, in some part of Brixton. You, 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 you get up in the morning, you've got your mum, your dad's gone mm. for whatever reason. He's gone. He's not. He's a ghost, yeah? yeah. And so therefore you've got the mum, you've got her friends, mm -hmm. you've got the aunties around, you've got all these women around. Mm -hmm. Suddenly this, this chemical thing kicks off in, inside you. And and then you've got to go out to deal with the world. Then you've got your your primary school teacher, your nursery school teacher. Yeah. You've got you yeah. got no men around. And then suddenly the two men that you might confront, you know, is in and this is a real stereotype, mm -hmm. the, the 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 other boy who's just been kind of totally disengaged in the society, you know, maybe some little drug dealer somewhere in a corner, and the police. Yeah. That's probably the only two male role models you've got. And, and you're meant to go off in the world and be successful. So what I'm trying to say is that there's, there's a sort of sense that, um, and then you can't even blame the school for that or blame society for that. Mm. What you've got to do is you've got to acknowledge that um, small boys need guidance. And I think that the kind of guidance they need is the one that says that, you know, thus far and no further. They, they, do, they really want that. They mm. want that, but they're not getting it. And, uh, and and um, then you, if, if you're going to build a society that says, or you have to look at the, the way in which it's set up, and then once you say, that, okay, these particular communities haven't got males in there, what are we going to do on a policy level to help them? Yeah. 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 And that's, that's why, what I did. Is why, that's why I created Generating Genius to a certain extent. Mm. Because I thought, well, what I'll do is I'll, I'll create a little kind of um, underground thing you know remember the old underground that led for the slaves from america to to canada so yeah. and the people i was running from wasn't weren't not white people i was running from the mad people who were telling us about racism yeah i wanted to protect them from that and so um and also i wanted to show in i wanted to demonstrate with generating genius that there were that you could create a community almost like an almost like another gang of black yeah. boys that was that 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 was was an alternative. Mm. So, so how does um, generating genius function? Like, how is the service delivered? Well, at the moment, it's I mean, it's changing now radically. First of all, we used to deliver it. I used to deliver it. Yeah. And, and I used to feel that in the end, what we used, what I used to do was just have an extension of my family, really. So, mm. in the end, we were about fifteen. I could just about get them all in the back of my car. So that was <laughs> that was the idea, and it was based on this whole idea. It was a mm. mad idea that I was the leader, 
and then you lot just follow me mm. and go over the the top like they did in the First World War. Just mm. come over with me and mm. it will be all right. I mean, that's basically what it was. Yeah. Except the, the, the biggest challenge was the intellectual one, the war. The, the kind of mm. thing that we were doing was about science. Yeah. I picked up the one that I knew in the end, and that was about 15 years ago, was the issue that we were not in the space for. Nobody, nobody associated black boys and science. Mm. I mean, if I did, and I hate to say, I, I love drama and I love music and I love all those other things. And mm. I, if I'd done a project around that, people would have got it. Yeah. But when I go in and say, well, black boys and science and yeah. technology, mm, and, and so I, I've tried to find the hardest, the thing that wasn't us the usual space. Yeah. Remember, I'm about connecting these boys to the world, yeah. the mainstream world. And um, I found the science space, and I'm not a scientist myself, really fascinating. Mm. And I found the boys were really good at it, mm. very good at it. Yeah. Um, spectacularly good at it, actually. Yeah. I mean, scarily good. Well, at was the assumption they weren't good at it before because they weren't exposed well, to it? Well, it's not even good place. at it. It wasn't like they weren't. They weren't. It just wasn't. It's like, for example, I remember. Let me give you an example. We went on the train because I used to take the boys everywhere because by then, by that time, I was quite well connected. I had lots of friends and yeah. all different. Don't have any this friends is, anymore. This is, <laughs> this is the point about connecting with the mainstream world. So, yeah. I, as a, so I knew the air squadron leader for the RAF. Oh yeah? wow. Yeah, and so yeah. I said to him, look, you've got to have some black boys in here because I can't see any black people in here. Mm. And he said, yeah, Tony, if you know any, I'll, you can have the base, you can do all the training, just bring them up. So we, we used to send them up to um, Grantham in Newark and we used to mm. go on the train from, um, uh, what was the station? Uh, well, I've got the name of the station, King's Cross. Oh, from okay, King's yeah. Cross. Yeah. And we used to go up to Grantham to the air base. And I remember one time, we were, this is a question about why, we, why, why science and why not anything else. And so you can imagine me with, with a group of little 14-year-old black boys, on, on, on uh, 20 of us on the train. <laughs> and then one guy, he's a nice little old man, says, oh, you're going to some basketball camp. <laughs> and I said, I said, no, we're, I said, no, we're scientists. Yeah. And we're actually going to be trained by the RAF to um, fight fighter pilots, two million pound ones, you know. Yeah. And it's a fantastic opportunity. And he's probably like, no, you're going to steal pots. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, no, he, I didn't blame him for that. He, yeah. he, he, I mean, black people would have maybe. I mean, it, it's the perception was that we were we were out there to, to do sport. Mm. I don't mind that, but I'm, what, I'm, what I'm trying to say was that nobody would have thought that that was what we were up to. Yeah. We, were, we were always up to doing high-level science. Yeah, amazing. And um, so, I, I mean, job done, really, with that one, because of, of those groups, the, the group that I took originally, um, well, we had, there was 20, and it grew to about 70, 80, mm -hmm. that original group. Now it's cycled. Now we have about 400 oh, wow. cycling through. But um, all of them, every single one of them, got into a top university to That's do amazing. science. Everyone, one, one, one. You know, you have, you have a couple you might lose on the way for different reasons, mm. but it didn't end up in anything negative. And um, all of them are working and do, and they're now part of our alumni, and they come mm. back. And um, uh, and so I suppose for me that it, it just proved. And we didn't do it. I, I, mean, I hate to say this to your viewers looking at this. They might want, they might want, see, people want me to have a certain narrative. Mm. Did I sit down with them and, and, I mean, I've written a book about Marcus Gubbins and I've written my own black history book. Yeah. But I didn't do it. I didn't have time. To, there was so much science to do. Mm. I didn't have time to sit down and say, you know, 
talk to them about Rosa Parks or talk to them about whatever. Yeah, you just want to get work done, yeah. We just did science. Mm. And I think the only, the, the thing that drove, if there was any black thing that was around there was me. Mm. If that was, if they wanted to latch on to that, because I provided leadership at the time. Mm. Um, but, I mean, the, 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 the real, the, the, the thing was, was that, that so much of it was about what I was saying about my early days, giving them, seeing that they could control their own destiny. Yeah. And they were doing so well. They changed. They changed in terms of the way they talked, in terms of the aspirations. Yeah. It all just became, a, um, you know, a kind of, yeah, a transformational story, really, a narrative with them. 